You're listening to Game In's podcast, G-Pod News. I'm your host, Michael Roberts. On today's episode, we talk about a judge that thinks people protesting straight pride should be convicted of a crime. We answer your questions and more on today's episode of Game In's podcast, G-Pod News. Welcome, welcome. It is Friday, September 6th, 2018, uh, here in Orange County, California. It's kind of, eh, the weather's weird. Um, hot and muggy, and I'm sure it's hot and muggy where you are, or you have to deal with storms or whatever. So, let's just... Let's just pray September actually starts soon. I'm ready for cooler weather. Um, Some of you guys might not be ready for cooler weather, but I am. Anyways, if you have VIP'd for the Underground's Private Basics to Sexual Stimulations course on September the 13th, or you have not responded, the event is booked full. Um, If you are going, remember to check your VIP cards. Uh, Couples events start at 9 p.m. to midnight, and singles start at midnight to 2 a.m. Remember, everything is provided for you. So, what has happened this week? Well, honestly, I got a little sick the other day. I believe it's from the weather. I mean, being moist outside and trying to keep it not as moist inside. I know I use moist. Some people don't like that word. Uh, humid would be a, a, a more intelligent answer, I guess. Maybe I should put on my thinking cap. Um, you know, it's been humid everywhere. So I don't know if it's from that or just, I don't know. I don't know. It's just the weather. I believe it's the weather. <sighs> Anyways, let's get to the question of the day. This comes from Frank from New Mexico, and he writes... Hey Michael, I have been wanting to expand my sexual experiences with men. Like I guess I like basic sex, but I want to try something a little more. It doesn't have to be anything to do with another person. I just want to try something else, but really get overwhelmed with everything um, that is out there. What is something I can get for cheap that would get me into something a little more sexy? I have not tried toys or leather, BDSM, or anything really. I'm so new. (sighs) Okay, so this is usually um, the topic is that people are scared to try new sexual experiences, um, whether to do by themselves or if they're single or by themselves even though they have a partner or with their partner um it's something that's kind of you know new to a lot of people i mean you might see it online or something and then you're thinking oh my god that looks kind of scary or whatnot but really there's so much to do and you know um so much to try my thing is I like trying new experiences. That way you know if you like it or not. You might look scary or might might look intimidating or it might look odd, but you never know until you try. Now, these are legal things. Come on, guys. Um, So what I would say to you is, again, I don't really know you, so 
Um, you can bring in toys, I guess, to start with. If you really want to experience BDSM, you can actually bring in BDSM toys. Or if you want to experience just the, like, basic bitch toys, I call them. Um, which is like, you know, uh, C-rings and stuff like that, vibrators. You can do that to start. They're, they're pretty cheap. If you want to go into a store, you can get like a, a cock ring vibrator um, or just a basic cock ring for, you know, under five bucks. Um, cock ring vibrators might be about ten. That's something to start out with. Read the instructions. Know how to put them on because there is a specific way to use them. Some of them just go over your 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 boys, your balls. Some of them can go over the shaft, and some of them are made to go over both at the same time. Some of them have like this eight, you know, figure eight configuration and stuff like that. So it's always good to know how to put them on, and usually there's instructions. If not, you know, there are probably instructions online. I haven't really checked. Um, but maybe I should do a seminar on the proper usage of cock rings. Um, because there is a certain way that you have to use it. Remember to get a toy cleaner because you want to clean them. If you can't afford a toy cleaner, um, don't use hot water. Don't use regular dish soap. Use, you know, um, a bar of hand soap. I guess you can use dish soap if you want to. Um, clean it out really well. Wash it off. And then pat it dry. You do not want the water to sit on it, especially depend well, depending on what it's made out of. Um, if it's, you know, really cheaply made, it would melt um, just by having water on it. Um, also, you know, make sure that if you're using a C-ring, do use lube with it. Because what this will do is it'll make sure that the, um, the item uh, lasts a little bit longer. Um, it stretches and it doesn't chafe that area. Now, I just talked about C-rings. I think that's the cheapest way to go. You can get into BDSM. Um, uh, really, you know, you can get cheap uh, crops. Um, those are like whips. Um, you can get into, you know, just basic, uh, go down to your craft store, get some faux leather, cut some strips, and then you have, you know, bondage gear, um, which you can use for tying yourself up or learning to tie up. There's also rope braiding, which a lot of people don't understand is a taut thing where, you know, you learn how to, um, tie knots that these are knots, you know, tightly tied but around your, your, your lower area and also your legs and your body and stuff like that. If you want to get into something like that, it's pretty cheap. You um, either buy the uh, silk rope, which is probably, I think, like $30 at a, um, at a toy shop. But if you really wanted to, I would start with just, you know, buy black silk or buy pink silk, whatever color you want. Cut them into strips and then start learning to tie like that. There are tutorials online to do that. Um, other things that there are, um, of course, what I'm, you know, trying to uh, get everyone involved with is the uh, electro stim, electro stimulation. They're pretty cheap. A lot of people are like, oh, my God, that's so scary because you're being electrocuted. No, these are things that are actually used in, in medical treatment for physical therapy and stuff like that. But they also, you know, generate a, uh, a stimulation in the world of sex. So I can talk about this all day. Um, let me get back to your question. Uh, if you want to start with something, um, depending on what you want, um, you can either A, 
if you want to try toys go ahead and um buy a c-ring you know something cheap and experiment with that put it on learn how to put it on if you want a vibrator with it buy the you know buy the 10 to um 15 dollar um bright vibrating c-rings and see if you like that um other than that if you want to get into something that you think is a little bit more um domineering that's you know bdsm or if you want to dress up um there's cheap outfits that you can get now for um dressing up as well so it's really your preference um but what i started out with is of course i started out with toys uh c-rings um and of course dildos and stuff like that but um i really kind of like the bdsm and leather thing now that's kind of like I don't know it's more appealing to me so try something out you know there is a lot of stuff out there and it's gonna be hard for you research it because again I don't know what you like if you do like that kind of stuff or if you're um, specifically bottom it might be a time to you know try out a toy you know try it out the right way make sure you have lube make sure you have toy cleaner again if you can't afford toy cleaner um, use dish soap and some um, uh, room temperature water to clean everything off with. Um, it's preferred to use toy cleaner because it actually kills way more germs than you know dish soap and the whole point is the longevity of your toys. You can have toys for years basically um, if you take care of them the correct way. So I hope that answered your question, or I'm sure other people had questions about that. If you guys do want to know more about stuff like that and you don't feel comfortable asking anyone, you can always contact me. That's Mike at GayMensPodcast.com. Um, so I think we're going to take a break. When we return, we're going to talk about gay, protester, uh, gay protesters protesting straight pride may have a court judgment against them. Uh, we'll talk about that and more when we return. Welcome back to Gay Men's Podcast, G-Pod News. So, in an article from LGBTQNation.com, a judge wants to make sure 36 people pay for the crime of protesting straight pride. Um, now again, this is why we need gay pride because, oh my God. Anyways, as I'm reading through this article and doing research on this article, trying to get the popo department and the judge to, uh, give out documents to, you know, the media, which we do media requests and forms and stuff like that, which we haven't gotten anything. We got some things, um, thanks to the prosecutor who didn't want to press charges, and I'll talk about that a little bit later. But, um, this goes to show how crappy, um, this whole thing is. So let's get into this. Um, a judge upheld charges against people who were protesting the street uh, pride parade in Boston even when prosecutors now those are the attorneys that are connected to the, the county they're the ones who actually you know decide whether a case should be tried in court or not which is kind of funny in this situation because they didn't want 
to try the case, but anyways, I digress again. So a judge upheld charges against people who were protesting the straight pride parade in Boston, even when prosecutors wanted the charges dropped. That's right, the prosecutors wanted the charges dropped. On Tuesday, the judge upheld charges against all the, pro uh, the protesters, even in cases where prosecutors wanted the charges dropped. Prosecutors asks, asked for no bail and moved to drop some of the charges, but the judge refused and set bail for the protesters. Now, I'm going to try to get through this article first before I give my opinion. Sorry. So, the county district attorney, Rachel Rollins, accuses, accused the judge of overstepping his role, which is totally overstepped um, his role as a judge. The judge isn't there to you know, say, oh, hey, we're going to try, uh, you know, we're going to um, have the prosecution try this case or not. His role is there to come up with judgments. That's what the prosecutor's for. So basically, he's now the prosecutor and the judge, which I think is terrible. This is overstepping legal bounds, which causes more problems. This is why we have attorneys and judges and all that stuff. Um, anyways, the county district attorney, Rachel Rollins, accused the, accused the judge of overstepping his bounds. She said that part of the prosecutor's job is to use their discretion to determine if a case uh, or cases are not overstepping bounds so that they can protect protesters' First Amendment rights, right? Like, that's, you have a First Amendment right and you have a right to protest, correct? Well, not if you're gay, apparently, or if you're uh, protesting um, straight people. So this this whole thing is way out of line. <coughs> so now there's accu accusations that the people who put on this parade uh, were white supremacists. Some of the information seems pretty legitimate to me after doing some research. Um, other things are not so legitimate, but that's besides the point. The first point is, is that why are straight people able to have the protesters, you know, convicted of a crime when, when we try to have our, the protesters convicted of crimes at gay parades, it all gets thrown out. In fact, some of it gets litigated for many years. In fact, there's litigation that is still happening um, over the course of 10 to 15 years ago, which, you know, is hard to do because there are statute of limitations, but you'd have to ensure that you, you know, filed within that four years if you're in California. Some states have longer um, statute of limitations. But... It's very funny, and this goes to show this whole point where if you are gay, you don't have any rights. But if you're straight, we're going to make rights for you, and we're going to say, you know what? Fuck the First Amendment. We're going to go ahead and sue those guys anyways, and I'm a practicing judge, so it's going to happen. Now... Bear in mind, I was reading the story, there are some le legitimate cases of assault from protesters. One or two legitimate ones in my mind. I mean, I'm using my, my legal brain right now, and I only see two cases. 
um, where it would be actually a an assault. Um, but other than that, everyone else was technically peacefully protesting and should not have been held for any extended period. In fact, they shouldn't have had a bail. They shouldn't have anything because they have a right to peaceful protest First Amendment rights. So we have a judge who's a dickhead and I'm sure that he's going to want my $250 for calling the judge a dickhead but I'm not in court so I don't know how much they'd pay me or I'd have to pay them for um, verbal assault of a judge in a courtroom that's all that, that's a whole different story anyways um, we have a judge that's a dickhead and I'm going to repeat that the judge that's a dickhead we have a prosecutor that is trying to do her job but this judge is overstepping his boundaries these prosecutors are there for one direct reason they are the attorneys they are the ones who either say yes this is going to court no this is going to be settled or no we're going to drop the case because we won't have anything yada 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 it is not a judge's decision whether or not to try something I mean, he's the one who makes the overall decision whether they're guilty or not. And for them, him to say that, you know what, we're, we are going to uphold this, he already put the guilty verdict in his head. And this might be a violation of law. And he should lose, if, if not, be barred from, you know, being a uh, practicing judge. If not, as well, losing his license to practice law in that state. So, here's the deal. This is why, now, good job, you guys, for protesting. It sucks that this is the, the situation, but, you know, think you guys protested, you guys did your shit. Maybe these, um, um, you know, even if it means that for one day, these, these really, really aggressive, straight individuals, you know, finally feel how it feels to, you know how we feel because we feel you know that way all the time we always get you know assaulted or we can't go outside with you know holding two dudes holding hands or two women holding hands we get verbally assaulted all the time for that so maybe this protest put something in their heads where oh shit is this you know what it feels like to be lgbtq at least i hope that's what these um people who did the straight pride feel they probably don't they probably don't give a fuck anyways um but i hope that's how it is so what is your i mean what honestly this just goes to show how separated we are and hopefully there's more straight people out there that you know sees this and shakes their head and be like you know what i'm so sorry this is you know this is way out of out of line um and I'm sure that there is a lot. I mean, I talk to, you know, my straight friends all the time and they, they're like shaking their heads on this one. They're pissed off as well. Um, and then we, of course, have to, um, yeah, I'll get to that anyway, later. But anyways, this just goes to show how if you're straight, you get your way. If you're gay, get ready for a fucking battle because you don't have rights, even though that they say you have rights and even though that you technically have basic rights nope your rights are shit you might as well fucking go in the closet that's basically what this whole 
thing is about. Now, look, if they want to have a, a straight parade, I'm one not to care. I mean, it's so fucked up, and I'm still shaking my head on this. I don't really care, but I wish that they would feel the same way that we feel. They don't understand our struggles, our continuing struggles. Whether or not our right to marry will stay a right to marry. Whether or not we can go to work in the next month because, um, you know, apparently, you know, companies can maybe fire us for being gay. Or, you know, oh shit, you know, um, schools can still ban, um, LGBTQ, uh, um, extracurricular, uh, clubs. Or, you know what, you're gay, and even though that you got a scholarship to this college, well, we can now take that away from you for being gay. Um, these are all things that we still struggle with, and straight individuals will never understand that, and they'll always think, you know what, it's not fair to them, yada yada. It's really not fair to us. We continually do these things, have prides, you know, walk around skanky because we're still fighting for our rights, fighting to keep our rights, fighting for more rights that they already have. So this whole thing is a shit fuck, right? This whole this whole situation is shit fuck. So now we have people in jail for, you know, their their you know, um, using their First Amendment rights and, uh, a judge that shouldn't be practicing anyways is on the stand and probably is gonna, you know, hear this trial when he he he's already made his decision on what way he's gonna go with this. Now there was a couple of cases where assault quote unquote has happened there's no video evidence there's no um if there is any um personal cams or you know um on person um video from the police department they're not making that known and or releasing them but apparently the police department is agreeing with the judge which is causing a whole bunch more issues and basically stating that, look, good. Um, apparently, uh, the police are saying that these protesters were aggressive and stuff like that. But here's the deal. Again, here's the deal. When you're peacefully protesting, okay, you're peacefully protesting. Now, if someone came up with a with a reason why they shouldn't they didn't do the the paperwork or anything like that, honestly, people still have the right to protest outside the gates. They were outside the gates, having the police come in and remove them forcefully. That is a thing that we don't even see at our prides. Sometimes at our prides, if you're familiar, Protesters, straight protesters, will lock the gates. They will, you know, forcefully push people out of the way. And honestly, what the police do is they'll just stand there and watch or stand there and wait for a sergeant to come in or, you know, someone of, you know, um, rank to come in and decide what they're going to do. However, most of the times when these organizations, these, these gay pride organizations, try to file cases 
against protesters who do assault, they get dropped by prosecutors or they get thrown out by judges for First Amendment rights. They don't get charges on them for assault. So why is it different when we protest straight pride? Now, the only violence I seen was a quote from the police department saying that they were people were throwing um, urine at the police. Let me tell you, if it was a gay person, we don't even want to touch our urine. So that's probably did not happen at all. <coughs> Excuse me, I coughed into the microphone. I'm so sorry. I don't usually do that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Anyways, but a lot of the violence happened when they were being arrested. So... A couple of the um, people who got arrested for um, protesting actually written um, statements. And some of them are really, really bad. And I'm very... I do support the police department. However, I support a police department that is there to uphold the law for everyone. And there's a couple cities where it's very iffy. And I'm not going to say those cities, but Boston is one of them. Where, you know, if you look a certain way or if you're a certain skin color, then, you know, your rights are automatically taken away from you and the police do very bad shit. So anyways, let's look at some of these. I know this is a long segment, but I'm going to continue. So this was from a protester and uh, they said, I got grabbed from behind um, and choke held. I went down. They messed up my leg really good. Um, said a protester, Rod uh, Weber, who was arrested. Another one, this doesn't say a name. I was screaming in agony, and they call this uh, resisting. resisting. So basically, she was, uh, uh, you know, on the ground screaming in agony, and the police said that that was resisting. Um... Uh, and apparently there's footage of this, but of course that footage is pulled. This person said, you can see in the other wide shot, that it, uh, is not the case. They are making this up. Um, so yeah, so the Boston Police uh, Patrolmen's Association said that they agree with the judge. That protesters were throwing urine at police officers, and they all deserve to face charges. So the, the Boston Police Patrolman Association is homophobic. This just goes on and on. Of course, we have, you know, now um, senators and um, people in political power trying to get in on this as well. But I have to actually end this segment really, really soon. So here's the deal. This just goes to show, and I want your, your opinion on this. this. To me, this just goes to show why we need gay prides. It goes to show that, you know, if you're straight, then you get, you know, not only, you know, you're above the law. Uh, when it comes to, you know, using sources like the police department to arrest protesters. Where when we try to get protesters to leave an area... Well, they're protected by the First Amendment rights, so they're going to stay there. And if they hold hands and block your gates, all well. Um, this this just so shows that this is how it's going to be. Hopefully this enlightens people, especially the straight community, that this does happen. And it happens more often than not. not. 
if anything from this case i really do hope that that's the feel that's you know where people you know go to well you know what now i see that you know gays don't have as much rights as we thought they do or they quote have rights but it's you know speculative from situation to situation i just hope someone you know um listening or reading this article does understand that anyways what's your thoughts on this what's your opinions um you know what's your feel on this how can we stop this from happening you know there's so much to the story if you want to read it it's on um, lgbtqnation.com you can read the lengthy, lengthy information. I'll try to get the um, notes that we got provided by the um, district attorney as well as other people um, that we got from um, GPod News on GPod News' website um, at a later date. Anyways, I have to end this segment. They keep on telling me, end the segment, Michael. So I'm the end the segment. But again, if you have any questions or concerns, you can go ahead and follow us at um, Gay Men's Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Ask your questions there. If you want to phone in your questions or if you have a question that you want us to air and for me to answer, you can go ahead and call 949-783-8514, extension 4, for your questions. Or if you want to directly contact me and ask me a question or state your feelings about this over the phone. Or if you have a question regarding, you know, um, increasing your uh, sex life. Or, you know, if you're wondering about other things that you can do in your sex life to increase whatever. Or just try out. You can go ahead and contact me at 949-783-8514 extension 6 or email me at mike at gaymenspodcast.com that's gonna do it for this friday's podcast um it's hot i'm like i don't know it's hot anyways if you're going out tonight have fun be safe party hardy and i will talk to you guys next week bye guys